When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's until you found out about the $4 beers. And well, more were, interesting. You, you were back in before. $2,500 a ticket to get in. Xander Shoffley, San Diego State Aztec, near the top of the leaderboard. There's a, there's a lot going in to get you, you a podcast the after the show. <laughs> yeah, the you, could, you, should, you should have your own golf Sleon podcast. Golf. There, you, there you go. Absolutely. We uh, have our draft coming up. Emily, go ahead and try to explain what it is that we're going to pick here because I'm still struggling with a it myself. Bit of a migraine. It's a snake draft. All right. So it's Paul Red's birthday. He is turning 54 today. Happy birthday, Paul. Happy birthday, and buddy. I would consider him to be a... So there are movie stars in the world. So that's Tom Cruise, Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, if you see their face on a poster, they can sell you a movie. Because okay. you're just going to go see this guy. And then there's the guys that are right underneath it that are still bringing people in. And uh, they're out there. So that's that's the, this group of people that we're going to discuss today. Is there a particular draft. metric? Or is this just left up to your own opinion on who is and isn't? Um, there is a metric in my own head. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's going to be up okay. to me whether or not we do this. And so luck, uh, I, DeAndre can vouch for me. I did do a random list organ, uh, uh-huh. generator again. So who's first? Uh, Emily. Oh, and then, oh, <laughs> oh right, right. Yeah. Emily. Sounds then... like DeAndre's on the payroll. <laughs> DeAndre and I have beef. We don't yeah. speak to each other. He's he's up my list now because he allowed this to happen. But then Funchess, then Alan, then Travis, Travis again, Alan, Funchess, Emily. Last, I'm always last. It's a good thing to be last. Not in the, not if we only pick three because I get the I get the last pick too. Yeah, yeah but she said just like she's <laughs> going to determine our people. She also said that that's good position for you. I guess it's true. All right, so in our draft of non movie star movie stars, my first pick in the draft is going to be someone whom I think that. A lot of young men who listen to this um, really like her. She may have been a seminal moment in their um, growing up. Okay. Uh, she had a moment in the early 2000s and then now has had a moment again. So she's kind of, she's an icon. She's a legend. Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge is going to be my number one pick in the draft. I love Jennifer. I see her in everything that she's in. She's freaking hilarious. And so she's my number one pick. She's Stifler's mom. She is Stifler's yeah. mom. Okay. Got it. That's what I was referencing. Yeah. When you, I, I'm the, just making sure. I, manhood. I, I was pretty sure I knew who she was, but not 100%. All right, Funch. Does Samuel L. Jackson count? I would count Samuel L. Jackson. That does count. Good Samuel job, Samuel L. Funch. Jackson, not a well, movie star. But that's a good... I like the way you started well, He's that. not the star of you every movie. for permission right out the gate. You're, you're right. He's not the star of every movie, but Samuel L. Jackson is a massive Yeah, but he's not star. like a headliner. He's not a he's headliner. Not, I, I count it, Funch. That's all that matters. <laughs> All right, we got Alan next. If he's not oh, a movie star, I'm taking Jack Nicholson. I feel like I'm going <laughs> to have to just. I feel like I'm just going to have to scratch as I go here okay. because she's probably just going to say no, no, no. <laughs> um, where's Russell Crowe on the list? I will count Russell Crowe. Okay, I'm taking Russell Crowe with my number one pick. So Ru- Russell Crowe is no, not no, no. A movie hey, star? it's over. It's your pick. It's your pick. Huh. Seems to have remembered him in a lot of pretty big movies okay, where his name was at the movies, top of the poster. But 
I would not say that he is a movie star. Again, oh, you can't. I get so nervous when <laughs> I said it. Who's the star of Gladiator? It. Not Russell Crowe. Okay. Who is the star of The Insider? Not Russell Crowe. Uh, pretty but sure I'm... you forgot. This is her. It's in her head. Exactly, the metrics are in guys. her head. Okay. All right. Travis, let's see if you got it. I'm just Al Pacino, <laughs> Robert De Niro. Okay. They are movie stars. They do not count. I, if they, no, okay. they don't count. All right. I'm going to see if I can thread this needle here a little bit. Okay. I'm going to tell you, it's kind of a dual threat. Okay? okay. He is an actor, but he is probably, he is more accomplished for things that are not acting, but he is an actor as well. He's an Oscar winner as a director. He's an Oscar winner as a screenwriter. Mm. Is Ben Affleck a movie star? Ben Affleck's a movie star. If you have played Batman, you're a movie star. Russell Crowe and Samuel L. Jackson are not, but Ben Affleck is. If you have played Batman, you're a movie star. I get it. I know where she's going with this. Okay. Um, this is so Does he have a timer? <laughs> he might lose his two picks. Uh, okay, so uh, Ben Affleck is out. Um all right, I'm going to stay in that. So Matt, I'm assuming Matt Damon is out too. Hmm. I'll allow Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> right, then I will take Matt Damon. Matt Damon is in. Matt Damon. All right, do you have another pick, Travis? You have another okay. pick, Travis. Um, I'm just going to make the all air cast. Is Jason Bateman a movie star? No. Okay, I want J- Jason Bateman good feels pick. good. Like, pick. This feels like a pick that I don't understand. But is he, is he more? Pick, but, but is he more Bateman. TV star? He's in air. He's been okay. in. Well, that's movies. up to you. Don't ask him. Movies. That's up to you. Uh, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll take yeah. Bateman. I would say he's a TV star. Okay. But so, so can as I a movie star, not? he's not the A list. Anyway, continue on, Alan. Um, I'm going to assume this one's going to be a no, but I'll throw it out there. Julia Roberts, she out? She's out. She's a movie okay. star. Julia Roberts is out. That's the first one I've agreed with. Um, <laughs> all right. How about Vince Vaughn? I go Vince Vaughn, right? Yes, Vince Vaughn counts. That's ding, ding, one. ding. That's a good Vince one. Vince a good one. Still Vince Vaughn <laughs> in the mix there. All righty. <laughs> All right, Fungie. Um, I'm going to go with, um, what's his name? Will Farrell's partner, uh, John C. Riley. God damn. Oh, that counts. That guy's a great one. Yeah, that's good that's one. on my good list. One. I should have went with him first. That's a great pick. Okay. Good pick. Very good pick. So <laughs> I'm just writing it down. All right, my next one is actually going to be a suggestion from uh, Boss Amanda, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, I think, is a great, on uh, that second tier, I can see him winning a supporting actor Oscar at some point in time, but you're not selling a movie because it's Seth Rogen. What about Knocked Up? But he's... I'm, he's a he's star not, in that movie. But it's not like he's a movie star. There could be people who are stars of movies that are not movie stars. It's got to, we got to specify yeah, here, Fungi. the actual definition? <laughs> <laughs> just we're just, just like, living in our world. Yeah, we're just sure. living in our world. So you, you got Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. I think that's a really good pick. Like that, that, yeah. that to me, Seth Rogen and John C. Riley seem to be like the two guys that are actually Number not twos. movie stars that are like yeah, okay, the rest so of this is insane. My last it's one at number two, right? <laughs> my last pick, I'm coming. I think at number two, star. I'm. <laughs> I'm is a huge movie star. He, but he's not that A list. And is Matt, not... Matt Damon isn't. No, that one. Okay, guys, this is based off of Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd was the star of a big Marvel movie, and he's not a movie star. Movie star. Okay, right, so we gotta right. have our tears here. So last one, I'm caught between two people, but. I think I'm going to go with Margot Martindale. Oh, I, love I love Margot her. Martindale. She's, She's amazing in every role. She kills it in every role. I was caught between her and the next person, but I will see if anybody else picks it. And if they don't, I'll reel at the end. Do you know what she's really, really good at? Is what? playing bad guys. She she's is a fantastic great bad guy. at that. Yeah. All right. So fun. She's your last pick. Uh, um, um, 
Jeez. I got John C. Riley. I got Samuel Jackson. I have a pretty good team so far. You got a very good team. I think team. you have the best team. I, I, oh, jeez. Um, you need a leading lady or a not so leading lady. Like a, a, a what about Kate Hudson? What about Kate Hudson? Uh, Kate Hudson's a movie star. What? She was in Almost Famous. She was nominated for that. And then she's been the lead in a, a million rom coms. So Kate Hudson does not count. Oh, but God. Matt Damon does. Eva Mendes. How about Eva Mendes? <laughs> I will allow Eva Mendes. There you go. All right, Good all right. Alan. It's just tough here. Edward Norton. That counts. That counts. I actually discussed this with Travis this morning. Right it's it's the he's the ultimate uh, uh second. I don't know if I'm I'm assuming Happy that my, with my, list. my pick is gonna get stri- Russell Crowe, Vince Vaughn, and Edward Norton. Done. That this is something that I've seen fairly recently. She got robbed of the Academy Awards. She was not nominated. I felt she should have won anyway. Mm. I want Jennifer Conley from Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I feel like she has not been represented uh, or, or notarized. Uh, her notoriety does not match her star power. How about okay. that? Do I? Is that a good pick? She did present at the Academy Awards, but yes, that's, well, of course that's she a did. good pick, and I will accept it. I Thank almost you. put Judy Greer. I also really, really love funny. Judy Greer she's in this funny. role as like the supporting actor that comes up and has a few lines that are zingers, and she's really great in Arrested Development too. You know what she's great in is what? Archer. Mm, I actually haven't seen Archer. Yeah, it, Archer is a very specific type of comedy, but she's really, really funny in it. Margot Martindale's good. But not as good as Jennifer Conley. I'm just Jennifer saying. Coolidge is pretty great too. Jennifer Coolidge is not bad. So I don't like the Slee got all three of the people that he wanted, and all three of his people are massive movie stars. Edward Nothing. Norton is not a massive movie sure star. Sure he is. No, Nothing he's you can not. Do. He's a supporting guy. Sometimes you just know. come up in the uh, clutch there. Sometimes <laughs> Vince Vaughn isn't isn't a movie movie star. Oh boy! All right. I feel like this is like we're one this step small, away from Pandora or ellipses here. <laughs> really sending Emily around the corner. It's a small tier of men and women that are at at the A list movie stars. Had Jeff and I'm Bridges in there? We didn't Thinking put Paul Rudd on the list. Yeah, Paul Thinking Rudd about didn't him. make it. Jack Nicholson, Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise okay. should have taken those guys along the way. All right, Lakers lose their eleventh in a row. Eleven yeah. in a row to the Clippers last night. They are. In a weird spot of their schedule, they were on the road, back-to-back. LeBron and AD playing in back-to-backs for the first time in a long time. Uh, the Clippers were very healthy and rested, and they had kind of been getting ready for this since Saturday. Is it just that, or is there a lot more going on with what happened last night? That's coming up next, plus more of your phone calls. 877-710-ESPN. It's Travis Lee, 710-ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 
Emily, just so you understand, um, I've gotten texts from a variety of people, both inside and outside 710, saying that the criteria for this is very hard to follow. Let me let me <laughs> specify. It means that you can sell a a movie just by a poster with just your face on it. Okay, so if you just see a poster of Tom Cruise, people are going to go see it. See just a poster of I don't know Margot Robbie, people are going to go see it. They're that kind of movie star. I understand that people like Samuel L. Jackson are incredibly high grossing actors, but that doesn't mean that they aren't they are the movie star of the movie. Okay, yes, that this is my criteria that I have here. That's I, why I allowed Samuel L. Jackson. But not Ben Affleck. And also, if Matt you've been Damon Batman, you're might out. might be the highest grossing performer currently working. Understood. <laughs> but it's not make does not make him a movie star. Just because you make a lot of money does not make you a movie okay, star. I'm going to try this one more way, and then we're going to move on. I'm just going to try this. If you just pulled 10 people at random, and you said, what is Matt Damon's occupation? Wouldn't a lot of them say movie he's star? An actor. <laughs> well, that's true of everybody. He's an author. He's, he's a movie star. Right? He's an actor, and he's a writer, and he uh, occasionally directs. I feel like we're getting off topic here. All right, quick Masters <laughs> update. Uh, Victor Hovland, 7 under through 17, so he's got to play the 18th. He might get to post a, what would that be, a 65 in the opening round. John Rahm, just one shot back at 6 under uh, for him, which is interesting. Sliwa, you're going to really like this. John Rahm double bogeyed his first hole of the day, so he put himself in a huge hole right out of the chute, and since then he's been absolutely lights out. So uh, six under for John Rahm, Adam Scott at six, Cam Young at five, and Brooks Kepka also at five, and then a bunch of guys coming in after that. But uh, and, oh, Andy, Andy wants to come in on this. AK, good luck. I'm just going to say that. Be and, careful, and good brother. Luck in trying Be to careful. Decipher all of this. Hey guys, first time, long time. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah, what do you got? Well, okay, I think the best way for Emily to have defined this so it didn't feel either confusing or just totally subject to Emily's whims, um, who is a who is somebody that can open a movie that is not IP, that is not pure IP, like, like a, a Marvel, Marvel or a Harry Potter, something like that, where it's more about the actual actor involved than it is the actual project itself. <laughs> Emily? I would agree <laughs> with Andy's assessment. I, I'm not, I'm, I, people are telling me that I need to accept when sometimes I'm wrong. I think Andy is correct here. You can clip that for all you um, want, and, but Andy's correct. And also the, the draft in and of itself was faulty because the minute Kate Hudson was disqualified as a quote unquote, she's a quote unquote movie star. Thank you, Andy. She has not, She's not opened a movie in probably 20 years. But like, she's still she, a movie she barely, star. She barely acts, Emily. <laughs> she's barely <laughs> in she's anything. she's busy with Fabletics, okay? She has things to do. She's a business she, lady. Right, no, if, no, if you, yes, if you were doing a, if you were doing a draft of former movie stars that now do athletic gear, I agree. Kate Hudson's an, she's probably number she's one She's number overall. one pick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's a strong draft pick. But, like, part of the reason that her being in Glass Onion was such, like, a big deal to people is like, oh, wow, Kate Hudson's doing she's a movie? Alive. I haven't seen that in a while. <laughs> Still counter as a movie star. I think it doesn't matter if you – or a movie star right now, she was a movie star. So she has Betty that Davis. movie star quality. I <laughs> oh, count yeah, Betty I Davis. 
Fight me, well, Travis. I, I count be- Betty Davis. <laughs> Betty Gray. Marilyn Monroe. Put her on the list. Marilyn, ooh, Marilyn Monroe should be on everybody's list. <laughs> Thank you, Andy, for okay, wearing so, it. <laughs> I, just, I, I, felt, I felt like, if nothing else, I needed to provide some cla- clarity to Travis and, and Alan and Funches because – they sounded confused while drafting, and frankly, I don't blame them. It's more nervous than anything else. <laughs> well, I mean, then you get yelled at for, by right. Emily for drafting the quote-unquote wrong star, star yeah. that doesn't count. It's like, well, wait a minute, why does this one count? For the why record, one... all three it's of all... mine were cleared. Actually, no, Julia Roberts was not cleared. Yeah, yeah I got one. I had one. I kind of tried to slide her in. Just... I just got Matt Damon. I don't know how, but I'm glad I got him. Julia. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate it. Hey, carry on. <laughs> Thank you. Just, I didn't even give her a last uh, name. I, I was I like, Julia R. <laughs> I meant to tell Andy this. He's, he's not wrong. That I'm getting a lot of like, what the hell's going on in your guys' show right now? I'm just throwing it out there. Throwing it out there. All right. Uh, 11 in a row, Slee. Bad night for the Lakers. Done back-to-back. Yeah. Yeah. The end of a road trip, et cetera, et cetera. Clippers had been off since Saturday. Is... It just that is it just one of those look the, the NBA schedule got us this night. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it's in your favor. Last night it wasn't for the Lakers. Is it that or is it a what the hell is going on? Why can't we beat that team? Before the show started, I felt much more about the you know what it's a loss to the Clippers. Uh, yes, the the Jazz game definitely had an effect. Of course it did. I mean, for those who are and I I had this a little bit yesterday in the post game. It's like. Well, there's no excuses. This you got. They played three games in four nights. That's going to have an effect on you. Do you period. subscribe to the idea that there's a difference between an excuse and an explanation? Because I do. I, I don't think that the travel schedule and the back-to-backs is an excuse. I think it's an explanation. It's as part to of the story. Happened. Yes. And for the Clippers too, part of the story is they didn't have Paul George. They beat the Lakers for the 11th straight time. They hadn't had a game since Saturday. They played really good. Their bench out outplayed the Lakers. That's part of the story. Now, do the Lakers lose that game and there's just complete panic? No, I don't think there's complete panic. I think the Clippers did what they needed to do. Kawhi played 40-plus minutes yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't know the last time I've seen that. You know why I think, I think honestly? Because the Lakers didn't take AD and LeBron out. I, I think mm-hmm. like when you're the team that's up by that, the team that's behind has to run up the white flag first. Once you take your guys out, I'm going to take my guys out. If you're going to leave your guys in, I'm, I'm leaving leave my, my guys, guys in. in. That, that's one of those... Kind of, you got to go first because if I, I'm not, I can't take Kawhi out if you're going to leave LeBron and AD out there. I can't do that. But if you take those guys out and you kind of say, all right, there's whatever it was, eight minutes to go in the game, you're down 18 points. If you're saying we're done, cool. But I can't take them out until you take your guys out. That, that was a little interesting, by the way. LeBron AD little. late in the game, weird, weird, uh, especially where it just felt like you're not coming back. You're not. I mean, listen, no. they, they had a good effort in the third. They cut it all the way down to seven. They tried making it interesting, but there was never a real time that you felt like that game was in jeopardy if you're the Clippers. You kind of had control of that entire game, right? Um, to be in late, and this is, Funch, if you could play this, this is from Anthony Davis yesterday. We'll, we'll get back to the 11 straight, but I had some people chiming in yesterday post game saying, you know what? You shouldn't have, why'd they even play LeBron and Anthony Davis? And that, that almost made my head explode. I'm like, can you imagine if they don't play him, what everybody's saying? And then when they do play him, why'd you play him? Uh, here's Anthony. Oh, okay. We don't have it. Um, <laughs> I will, uh, I'll, I'll just tell you exactly what it was. Anthony okay. Davis basically said, they said, how are you feeling? And he said, it's not ideal. I think was, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but something along the lines of, it's not ideal. Not ideal that, 
Um, it's the first time that he's had to play in a back-to-back since November. Yeah. Played the 42 minutes the night before. And, um, and and I guess that's just part of the story of where the Lakers are right now. They wanted that win. Last night was important for the Lakers, as it was for the Clippers, the chance to avoid the plane, and Clippers got their 11th in a row the, against the Lakers. The answer that Anthony Davis gave, where, you know, they ask him about how he's feeling, he goes, not great. You, that, that, because the answer that you're looking for is, eh, fine, man, I'm bummed we lost, but I'll be all right. I got a couple of, I got, I got a day to get right. We'll be good. We'll be good to go on. Friday. Ready for the Suns on it's Friday. We'll, we'll be good to go. Not great means not great to me. Now maybe it's just bad mood, lost again, didn't didn't do what you know. They they spent some capital yesterday. They spent health capital potentially. They spent minute capital potentially, um, and they didn't get anything. They lost an, an important game. They got so, so lucky they beat the Jazz the yeah, night before. So it it, it was it, it's more of a missed opportunity. Maybe it's just how you feel. Eh, been better. Yeah. You know, it, hopefully it's that and not a. Yeah, my foot really bothers me. Hmm. That's that's the scary interpretation of that. We'll, we'll find out on Friday. We'll see how he looks because he looked like he was moving fine. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't play great, but I thought he, he's been really good of late. And I, I kind of look at him when I watch him play a little bit differently than I watch almost everyone else when it comes to the NBA. I just look to see, is he grimacing? How often is he falling? Sure. Is he rubbing sure. his joints? Is he, you know, is he laying on the ground and they're having to pick him up? I'm so worried with his health. That you kind of watch it through that prism, and I didn't get a sense that he was bothered by any of his extremities last night. He just didn't play his best game, but hopefully, it's just the frustration of the loss and not the oh, by the way, my foot is killing me. Yeah, that that's if there's any hesitation right now, the Lakers of making some type of a deep run, isn't that kind of just what it comes down to? When's the last time that you had LeBron and Anthony Davis feeling their best? When's the last time those two felt their best for an extended period of time? Trav, I think it was Orlando. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that the last time both of those guys felt great for an extended period of time? I think the last time that happened was two-plus years ago. So those who feel bold about the Lakers, you should, because they're playing a lot better since the All-Star break. They're playing a lot better since the trade deadline. But at the same time, like we just said, what Anthony Davis said, that always you always have that hesitation with AD. Okay, is he feeling all right? Is he, is he not? And now we're, we're right back to where we were for a really long time with one very meaningful exception. And what I'm talking about is the Lakers, it, it felt like sleep. It was kind of right there for the taking last night. Win that game and you're very, very likely Control your own destiny. out of the, the plan, yeah. which gives you the rest that you've mentioned several times, which I think is incredibly important. But more than that is... Our fate isn't hanging in whether we have a bad night or not, or whether the other guy has a great night or not, right? It's, if they have a great night, it's fine. We got to play again tomorrow. You'd have to have four great nights, not one. Now you're back into that part of the pool where it's better than at the bottom where you're at 10. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, look, could Brandon Ingram have a night? Yeah, sure he could. Could Luka Doncic or SGA or Anthony Edwards or any of these Kyrie. guys have a night? Kyrie. Sure they could. Could they do it in back to, because, Two nights in a row? Well, yeah, of course they could. And that's not a four. And now you're just into that, oh, boy, here we go again. And you just played them back-to-backs for the first time. And you've got a weird part of the schedule. Where we've had a bunch of games stacked up together, and you're kind of running on fumes at a little bit. The, the timing of that game last night was not good. It, they win it, everything opens up, and you, we're good to go. Lose it, spending all of that capital. Like one of the things we talked about feels... Like a really tough, tough loss. And they got, I know the final score didn't look, 
They got blown out again. Yeah, the final score was not indicated. Yeah, it, no, it, it, was, it was. It was a. Yeah. It was a. You know, an, it was. It felt like a 15, 12 point, 16 point game, fourteen it, point yeah, game. Yeah, it the just. Way. It did not feel like they were going to win. It's like we just spent a lot of money, metaphorical money, to get nothing. And that's that's never feels good. So pay attention to the Golden State Warriors in their final two games. Um, when the Lakers are playing the Suns tomorrow, the Warriors will, will be playing the Kings in Sacramento. Sacramento has nothing to play for. You're pretty much locked into that number three seed. You're not going to move. Um, if the Warriors win their last two games, Lakers will be in the play-in. If the Lakers lose... One of these games, they lose to the Suns, there's a likelihood that they're going to be in the play-in. If Sacramento loses once, Lakers win their final two, then they will slot in most likely that number six spot. All right, so Clipper fans, I know you're out there. What does it mean to you that you've beaten the Lakers 11 times in a row? Is it just kind of a little thing that you can stick to your Laker buddies? Ah, I got you 11 times in a row. Or is there something meaningful about the way that you've been able to do it against that team specifically? And does it translate? 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. Plus, Aaron Rodgers, maybe he's not going to New York? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. And... This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I don't think it's a therapy session as much as it is a question that doesn't have an answer. Right. Like the therapy to me implies that we're eventually going to get to the root cause of the problem and we're going to work through it and figure out a way to live our better life. Right. They can't beat them. Like, what, why can't they beat them? That, that, that is not therapeutic. That is a math problem that needs to be solved. There's also a lot about acceptance. And so therefore you need to accept that maybe you can't beat maybe, them. That, could that be it? That might help them. <laughs> they accept Give, they can't beat them. Accept the just... things you cannot change and uh, work towards the things that you can. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm going to do that. I, I'm not great at acceptance. If they... I want to fight at the, the, the bloody final death throws <laughs> that I'm going to have. Let, let's say they say Clippers ended up at five. Mm-hmm. Lakers ended up at six. By the way, I mean, the Clippers would have the Suns in the first round. Nobody's going to really pick the Clippers, especially if Paul George is not there. But if they faced each other in a playoff round at some point in these playoffs, how would you feel about that? Knowing that you've lost 11 in a row to that franchise, but there's also, it's not like there's a mix of guys that are all the same that it's been over That's the last why couple it's years. It's so weird that if it were just the same <laughs> that seven continues. guys playing against those seven guys and yeah. the same coach and the same this and that and the other thing, that would make more sense. The Lakers have had guys in and out of the lineup. The Clippers have had guys in, in and out, out of the lineup. lineup. The yeah. Lakers have had different coaches. Mm-hmm. The, like the the whole thing makes no sense. To go back to your original point, and I think it's 
I, I I would love to hear a Laker fan tell me why that's not just delusional. We're the Lakers and we win titles and the Clippers don't win. That, I'm not interested in that. I am interested in how you could feel decent about a playoff matchup when you're going to play a team that's beaten you 11 times in a row. And the 11 times in a row is not just they, they squeak it out by a bucket or so. This isn't we're hitting buzzer beaters. They're 10, really 12, 14, 7, kind of 4, however you want it's, to play it. It's pretty regular. I think if they played a playoff series starting tomorrow – I don't think the Lakers would get swept, but it's kind of a weird argument to make that they would. It's 11 in a row. It's not two. It's not five. It's not even eight. It's 11. It's 32 of the last 39. That's a crazy number. It's, it's, that's a crazy weird. And there has to be a basketball explanation for it that the stuff I'm seeing on Twitter, the stuff we've got on the phone call. Oh no, they just want it more. You're telling me that want is to the tune of 11 to zero. I find that hard to believe. No, I, I agree with you. I agree. And, 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 we talked about this a little bit earlier, and I don't know if Clipper fans or Clipper players walk into a game of the Lakers in the regular season. Because remember, they've never faced each other in the postseason, so these are the only stakes that you can use as an example. I don't think they walk into it and saying, this is everything to us. That doesn't mean that it doesn't mean more to them than it might be just for a regular season game. I understand that part of it. Um, but they have controlled the Lakers for a long period of time. That's not a small window. That's not a small sample size. That's a big window right there. This is the and I don't tweet. have the answer. This is the tweet that I think Laker fans... This, this is a bad response, Laker fans. I believe the Lakers would win a seven-game series. A lot of talk about a Clipper team that's never won a thing, 17 rings. That's a, ter- yeah, that, but, that's a terrible response to why have they beat you 11 times in a row. It's just a bad response. I, I think the... I'll tell you what I was saying. What I was saying just as the show started is I know 11 is a lot, and I know 32 out of 39 is unbelievable. That's ridiculous. But I guess I just – it hasn't hit me. You could throw those numbers at me, and you're not wrong of how lopsided it's been. I guess it just doesn't hit the same way because – they haven't faced each other in the postseason where you could, on top of that, say, well, look what the Clippers also did. They took you out two straight years in a row in the Aren't postseason. Aren't separate things? They're completely separate things, in my opinion. I'm not saying that the Clippers are a championship-caliber team or that what they've done is super meaningful in the grand scheme of, of their organization. I'm saying it's really weird. It's, but, but it being weird is not... You're right about it being weird. I'm saying it holds less weight... Not because it head, hasn't happened in the doesn't. postseason. Why? I, I don't get that. Why they've they've played eleven times. The yeah. other one team's won eleven of them. Just because why, of the stakes, the, Trav. That's it. That's the it. Stakes were pretty high last night. They lost again. Hundred percent, they did, and that could be the difference of them making the plane and not making the plane. And that's the first time we actually said to ourselves, "There's a really, really yeah. meaningful game here." I would love an explanation that's not fan based. I would love. Well, this the, the stakes are different. The, yeah, but the what, atmosphere, the one. Why the from a basketball perspective? Why is one? If the Lakers played the Charlotte Hornets yeah. eleven times, they're not going to lose or beat them eleven times in a row. Can you answer your own question? I don't. That's can you what give I'm any? Can you give the best answer that you can give based on the, the Lakers two franchises? Give up way too many three point shots. The Clippers are a good three point shooting team. Their styles are a bad matchup for the Lakers. Is the best basketball, but will they just want it more? That's a bad reason. When it matters more, we'll care more. That's a bad reason. I want. I want a basketball explanation. I think I think I have on. I think I have the closest answer that I could give. They have better roster construction since the Lakers last win 11 games ago. <laughs> that July 
in the Orlando bubble was the last time the Lakers beat the Clippers. That was in the bubble. Since then, it's probably a combination of better roster construction. Um, Lakers have had their fair of injuries, as have the Clippers. Paul George wasn't there yesterday. I think they've put together a better roster um, that has just from depth, uh, star power. You can't really say star power, but I'd say more depth than anything else. Let's try a phone call. Let's go to Anaheim Hills and Omar. Omar, you're on with Travis Slate. What's going on? Hey, gentlemen. Uh, uh, long time, first time here. I uh, call in as a Clipper fan. And I wanted to point out, I think it's time for Laker fans, many of my friends and family, to finally accept and realize that the Lakers are not only struggling against the Clippers, but it's going to be a long time before they compete with them. Like you mentioned, the roster construction and what's happened since the bubble. You get it, but I think the fan base isn't willing to accept it. I don't think there's a comparison at this point with how the teams are constructed and how they compete directly head-to-head. Uh, you know, it there isn't an opportunity for the Lakers to turn that around anytime soon versus this Clippers team. Um, and, and I think only Clippers fans can see that. Omar, here's here's the only problem is um, the head-to-head is not the goal, right? The head-to-head is not right. – winning 11 in a row, I'm sure, is not the goal of the Clippers against the Lakers. Right. The goal is to make an actual NBA Finals run. I don't have an answer to the – 0-11, the best thing that I could put together is their roster construction over these last few years is better for the Lakers. And what would help justify that for the Clippers is if they had that and they got a championship and they were able to cash it in. That's the part that they haven't been able to do, and we'll see if anything changes. Thanks for the call, Omar. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's it's it, it's it's more weird than it is, I think, indicative of whatever it is that's coming up next. Like, I... The Clippers are going to play the Suns in the first round of the playoffs. They could be out in five games, six games, seven. They, they, it could it could not matter at all. But it also could be one of these things that if they do match up, it's like, oh, boy, we got, they got to figure I would like to have fair. had them figure it out a little bit at Trev, some point. and fair, right? Like, that's completely fair. If they, if they got into a playoff series against each other, why wouldn't the Clippers feel great about the matchup against the Lakers? Why wouldn't they? What would be interesting is if mm-hmm. the Clippers dropped, like, if, if in the event that they played each other, the, they lost the, first the game. Lakers win the first game, <laughs> then it's, yeah, then, then it's like, okay, well, maybe all of this stuff that I don't really subscribe to matters a lot more. Because, look, just pure math says they're due to win at some sure. point. Whether whether they play well or not, eventually the Clippers are just going to have a really terrible night, or the Lakers are going to have a really great night. But that that hasn't happened is what's so peculiar about the whole thing. Let's try another one. Uh, Paul in Huntington Beach. Paul, you're on with Travis. Hi. You guys call me? Yeah, Paul. Yeah, I go by John. Apologize. That's all right, John. Uh, I know it says Paul on my phone, but I go by John. Anyway. But my feeling is on the Clippers, um, oh. they have been constructed and had more continuity because most of their players have been together longer, and I think that's a big part of it. You know, last night's game, Lakers came where they, they've been on the road and they've had issues with that, and I just think if, if they had the time to spend together like the Clippers have, I think they'd be a much, much better team. I'd like to see the Lakers keep this team together for another year. I think it could do something if they had a training camp together and had all that type of 
of experience, it would be a much different deal. They would know each other better, know where each so, other are. John, and, I, w- I want to jump in here real quick, John, because I think what you're describing is a good explanation as to why maybe they won last night. Right. The, the reason that the Clippers beat the Lakers last night is for the reasons that he just laid out, which fine. That also goes back to what kind of something we were talking about with the scheduling, that the Clippers were in a good part of the schedule. The Lakers were not. That's part of an explanation for last night. But the continuity that he's talking about or the continuity that the Clippers have that the Lakers don't, not really. These, this goes back beyond just this year. The Clippers have guys in and out of the lineup all the time, just like the Lakers have. The Lakers turned over their roster significantly a couple of months ago or a month or so ago, and they're still kind of in the same boat as far as when it comes to playing the Clippers. This is different coaches. These are different personnel. It's, it's not just last night, your explanation. Yeah, I'm with you, but from 30,000 feet, that's not, they don't have an advantage in that regard. I don't believe I'll make a case for the Clippers here real quick. Uh, Norman Powell missed a ton of time. Paul George is not in the lineup. Eric Gordon, they just added to the team. Bones Highland, they just added to the team. Plumlee, they just added to the team. They got a lot of new pieces too. So it's not like it's the exact same team every single game. Laker fans are hilarious. Trav, the Clippers are overrated. They're not a championship team. We're more of a championship caliber team. Guys, that is a separate conversation. Can the Clippers win a championship is not the question that we're talking. The question is, why have they beat them 11 Why is one franchise yes. dominated yes. the other over I the I don't think the Clippers are going to win a championship this year. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Uh, who is this from? JR? I'm with you. I agree with you on that. But you can't just say, ah, we got a more championship team. Okay, fine. If, that, if that's your response, I got nothing for you. My question is, you beat me 11 times in a row. They beat mm-hmm. you 32 out of 39. I'm not saying the Clippers are the second coming of the Showtime Lakers or the Shaq and Coke. That's not the point. The point is this is really peculiar. Let's try to figure out what's going on and not just say, oh, 17. That's a terrible response. It, it's true, but we're not arguing who has a more prestigious franchise. It's why can't you beat them? That's what I'm talking about. You're exactly. That's, that's the thing. Like, yeah, this eye rolling central 17. Congratulations. The 17 to zero and 11 to nothing. Those are both true at the same time. Figure it out from there. The dub coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Slee, don't look in that other room. Just look directly at me. Don't yep. don't engage no, no, over there for a second. There. People yeah. are still coming at Emily on Twitter about her movie star stuff. That never happens on Twitter. <laughs> People would never do that on criteria. Twitter. I, just, I don't I just, acknowledge no, the porn identity. <laughs> <laughs> I just wait. We'll get to you in a second. Just, Is Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart also? They can control also, our uh, mics there. We cannot <laughs> control their mics there. It's true. We don't have we, we don't have that ability. All right, let's start with this. Marcus Spears, uh, former NFL player, current NFL analyst yeah. on ESPN, uh, was talking on NFL Live and was responding to. This criticism that, as far as I can tell, is completely a straw man. Crit- I've never heard anybody say this. This idea that I've heard people say it. Who? Wait, wait, wait. People give me, that give call me the. In, the, the this, that oh, the Look at what the Rams have done to themselves. They just won the Super Bowl. It's an idiotic. It's. <laughs> I'm. I'm not kidding. It, it's. It's. I haven't heard it from anybody. 
Okay. I, I, it feels to me like the ultimate straw man thing. Well, you know, the Rams, like, who's saying this? And this is what Marcus Spears had to say in response to that. Boogie, I played nine years. I wish I had one. I wish mm. a team would have sold out for me to get one. I wouldn't mind them sucking right now. I played for the Cowboys. We ain't won a Super Bowl in 100 years. I, I would take one, just one. And the Rams were able to get to the mountaintop. Mm. They saw a path previous to winning the Super Bowl that they were close, and they believed that. So they went out and got Matthew Stafford, which they thought was the turning point. They have a Super Bowl championship, Okay. Nobody's going to ask Aaron Donald about how do you feel about when Baker Mayfield signed with your team the year after. They're going to ask him about the damn Super Bowl. I love what the Rams did. They got to go through some pains before they get back on their feet, but I'll take a Super Bowl for that. I don't know of a franchise in sports, in any sport, especially franchises that don't win often. Maybe they have had collapses in the playoffs, whatever the case is. that If if I said, hey, you're going to get one Super Bowl, but you're going to be awful for 10 years. You think the Chargers wouldn't sign up for that tomorrow? Sure. Of course they would. And that's I'm just picking a franchise that either hasn't won one or hasn't had a, a ton of success. Uh, it's idiotic to think that them winning a Super Bowl, by the way, they were competitive, incredibly competitive that's for it. a lo- large window, too. That, that's it. Other than the Kansas City Chiefs, is there another team in the NFL that's trading their last six years? For, with the Rams, is there anybody that's maybe you can maybe make a case for Tampa? They got one, and we're we're kind of in it for a while. It's a Ma- short list. Maybe buddy. make the case for New England that they got another. They got one against the Rams in that window, but they've been not very good for the last three or four years. Yeah, the argument are the Rams going to be bad for a while? That's interesting. Maybe we'll we'll see what they do with the draft. We'll see what they do with their star players. That there may be a patch of not winning football in the immediate future. But the was it worth it question just it's it doesn't make any sense. To Can me. I give you even? I'll go a step further. Let's say they didn't cash one in. Let's say they lost. Let's say they lost to the San Francisco Forty ers uh-huh. in that divisional in the uh, NFC uh, Championship. Yep. I would still make a case that well, what what do you want them to do? You want them to swing and you know take a shot, knowing that there's risk and reward involved. Even if they lost in the Super Bowl again, and they didn't win the Super Bowl, but they got there once, they got to the NFC champ. Even that, I could still, yeah. I could still try to make a case and say that's still okay. The only problem is they cash one in. Yeah, the, the, the <laughs> argument the Super Bowl. You're right. You can make a case had they not won. Had, yes, had Jaquaski Tart. Thanks again, buddy. Yep. Had he held on to that interception, we're having a different conversation. Is getting close a couple of times good enough? Maybe, maybe not. I think th- that's a conversation. You can argue either way on that. This the is problem is they won a Super Bowl, and Super there Bowls is no argument. And, oh, by the way, the same guys that built that are getting ready to build it again. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're in a pretty good spot. With the understanding of knowing that, okay, hey, we got to, you know, we got to retool this thing. Do you plan on observing today, Slee? Because there's a handful of national days. It's National Burrito Day. Okay. You're going to just kind of check that off the list? Not today, Saturday, when I'm down in San Diego. Let's go grab a burrito. But there when won't I'm be out National there. Burrito Day on Saturday. Why not do both? Um, Why not have one today and then double back in a couple of days from Because it's National Pajama Day. <laughs> Eat it in your pajamas, right? At the library. <laughs> is it Library Day, too? It is National Library. When's the last time you were in a library? I can't remember. Or li- I, I, I liked going to the library. You know, it gets, it's quiet. You get work done. And all oh, I don't, I don't know the last time. I've but been. I can't remember. Aren't they kind of redundant now, or so, uh, not redundant, obsolete? Do you, it, do you know it, where I get? Do you know where I get a lot? And I think a lot of people do this. I don't do it as much today, but I used to do it a ton before. 
if I'm going to go, if let's say a library, I know you go read a book, do whatever. Maybe you're just getting work done. Coffee shop kind of took a lot of that. I'm going to go get work done. I know they're completely different. Library's but better. It's quieter. <laughs> if I used to spend time in a in a library to do yeah. work or get stuff done, now that's at a coffee shop. Yeah. I, Emily, did you say you have a, an aunt that's a librarian? So uh, my grandmother, who's since passed, uh, she was a librarian for a long time. Marcy, she was lovely, and she lo- and she spurned my love of books. But libraries are great. If you want, if you want to be eco-friendly, if you don't want to participate like in buying a new book when you can also just buy a book that's reused, and that's, you know, there, and it's free. And if you read a lot but of books, the internet is free. But <laughs> right? you can't buy, you can't read books on the internet the no, same way. So you no. have to buy. So again, for those of us who read a lot, going to the library is a way to be cost effective and eco friendly. And it's a nice, like some libraries are really nice. School thing too, right? Out. Like college. Okay, I get study it. In the library. But you, there was a book there you needed to look at. I needed mm-hmm. that encyclopedia or that volume on Copernicus. I've been a library in a long time. <laughs> like I needed something like that. And now if I need to know something about Copernicus, I just Google it. And now I know everything there is to what know. What if you want to have fiction? What if you have some whimsy, Travis? Yeah. You lack it. I, I do less than I used to. I do. I, I'm, I'm getting better. My, my whimsical streak is not really strong, but it's more than it used the to The only be. thing I could really pay attention to right now on the dump uh, topics Barney and Friends came out on this day in 1992. You logged some Barney time, you said, at the uh, daycare center. My mom had a home daycare. (laughs) And when I tell you we had 10 different VHS of different Barneys, and when things got chaotic, Barney would come on every episode you can possibly think of. (laughs) I've seen it 88 different times. The kids loved it. Of course. They freaking loved it. Oh, yeah. So we were lucky in the Rogers household. Ireland's in here right now. Um we were uh, Mary Poppins' house. We were Chitty Chitty Bang Bang house. We had a lot of Sesame Street. When, when my kids were when young. you were a kid. No, if you're your kids. My kids were young. So we had the DVDs wow. for all these. A lot of Sesame Street. There were some backyard agains. But we dodged the Barney monster. Did you miss it? Yes. <laughs> it, it, but But replacing it were the Wiggles. Oh, that's just as bad. Did, yeah. Now, did anybody... Emily, I you know who the Wiggles, Wiggles are? I saw yeah, them live, I was on the John. cusp of the Wiggles. So, yeah. yeah. I saw the Wiggles live at the Long Beach Arena. So did Lisa Ireland, <laughs> and I said, this is your biggest act of motherhood ever. That's hilarious. Can I tell you the truth? Didn't fruit hate salad. it. Fruit salad. <laughs> yummy, yummy. I didn't hate it. It was all right. Yeah. Fruit, oh, yeah, fruit salad was a big hit. Now, here's the thing with, with the Wiggles. When, when, uh, when I was there, there was a guy, the guy in yellow was Jeff. I didn't uh, know. No, uh, Greg. Um, yellow, purple, Anthony, blue, and red. And then there was a there was an Asian dude that I can't Jeff? remember his name. Was Jeff the Asian dude? Yeah, this is, I just looked it up real quick. Okay, so Jeff. Greg was the lead wiggle, right? He was the guy in yellow. And you're right. And then Murray was the guy in red, right? Yep. Were these like okay. the Beatles? Did they not swap these guys out? Or they, they were more the like Menudo, where they turned them over every couple of years? And I, I don't know. They were from Australia, right? Yes. Yep. And I don't know what the appeal was, other than they wore really brightly colored shirts and just ran around singing. And the songs were easy to remember for little yeah. kids. They love that. And uh, and that was that's what hit my son right in the uh, right and in the Mace, wheelhouse. And Mace, you love kids. There's a certain yeah. age love you always kids, say. Love, uh, what age was it that like you love? If you've got a kid. I'm definitely the one to babysit. <laughs> Great kid babysitter. He'll I love, give him a gummy. Especially here, love, you want a treat. Like, especially love kid parties. Like, like when Bobby you, when you go to a kid party and yeah. all the kids are running around. Yeah, who and Bobby and... share a few interests. I think you guys would get along. Oh, yeah, is that right? Yeah. I think you guys would be all right. I think you could do it. Let's do a little super crosstalk.
All right, I want to get to Emily's insane criteria oh, yeah. for who yeah, is. I, I have many, many questions. I do not understand Guys, what she's doing. All right, be careful. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I am not afraid of Emily at all. In what world, in what world, M, is Samuel L. Jackson not a movie star, but Kate Hudson is? Yeah, Kate Hudson is not a movie star. I'll tell you what world. Emily's role. By the way, Matt Damon, not a movie star. By the way, Matt Damon's career, <laughs> by Crow. any metric, ask Mason, who's Mr. Now, movie, has been more successful than Ben Affleck. Yeah, and, and here's the thing about him, too. I, I saw, I'm allowed to uh, talk strong, about Emily. Air now. I'm allowed to talk about the movie Air. I think he could win an Academy Award for Air. He is that good Affleck? in Air. This could, no, uh, Might uh see Damon. Matt Damon. Okay. This could be his King Richard. Uh, but he's a movie star. I don't get, and how is Kate Hudson a movie star? Did you see any of the Bourne movies? <laughs> I, I don't believe in the Bourne movies. I don't watch what? the Bourne movies. Why? I don't acknowledge them. Why? I don't want to watch them. That's They're why. good. Why? Okay. He opens the movies. He is the guy that I, opened it. By the way, Emily, did this. you ever see Hitman's Bodyguard? No, that I made like $500 million. I mean, <laughs> and Samuel Jackson, to use your vernacular, yeah. is on the poster. He's the only <laughs> guy on the post. Ryan Reynolds, who I think you, based on what I heard earlier, would say is a movie star. Movie nope. star, yep. Nope. No, Ryan come Reynolds on. Is not Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds is a movie, movie star. He's not that A list that Leonardo DiCaprio, the Denzel Washington movie star. But, I think but he's Kate famous. Hudson yeah. is. But yes, Matt is, Damon is. is exactly that. Kate Hudson in. I mean, seriously, yeah. when was the last time you heard those three words? To Kate Hudson in. Nobody, nobody well, says that. Even in the rom com she's in, she's second yeah, fiddle. Yeah, I have, I have no grudge against Kate is Hudson. This, I mean, she's, she's, I'm sure, a wonderful person, but she's not a movie star. I was a guy in 10 days. She is the lead of that. McConaughey is the lead no, in that. She's McConaughey. Who do you think got paid more? Well, that also has to do with gender Sex roles. Sex is but... oh. That's why. Yeah. Get him, ma'am. You know what this no. could be? And this could be like, how many would you put actors and actresses? Is there like a top 10 for you? Top yeah, five? Because sure. I think it's almost, if you use a sports example, it's mm-hmm. like the GOAT conversation right, right. now. Yeah, these are all really, really Mount good Rushmore. players. Yeah, the Mount Rushmore. She Mason just has loves this- Mount Rushmore. Yeah, she exactly. has, well, let's do a Mount Rushmore. That's not hacky. She has a very short list. Yes. And no one could come on that list after those four yeah. or five. We take a quick detour. Yeah. Because- I love what you just said. That's the quickest way you know. Just turn the channel. Oh no! It's, true. <laughs> it's just that it's, there's the a guy that does like, radio. I don't know if he still does or done. not. But the Mount Rushmore thing is like a big thing. Michael Thompson. Uh, let's do a Mount Rushmore of whatever. <laughs> I it's think like we so used lame. to work with a guy named Dan Cilio, and I think he did it every day. He was a big Mount uh, Rushmore. Yeah, the guy. Daily Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, he would just oh, like, the Mount he would just change the subject like rock bands. <laughs> Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Next day, movies. Mount Rushmore. So in this crisis. Greatest Miami Hurricanes, Mount Rushmore. (laughs) The Rolling Stones would not be a rock star band, but the, uh, I don't know, the Black Crows. The Black Crows would. (laughs) Right, right. Def Leppard is in. What was the origin of this cockamamie thing you put together here, Em? All right, so we were... Uh, Trav and I were talking about what we could do for the snake draft today, and I was like, oh, it's Paul Rudd's birthday. And I would say that Paul Rudd, while he did headline a Marvel movie recently that did not do very well, just, I mean... 
I didn't do very well comparatively He's to Marvel movies. Ant Man. Okay, who cares? He, he Obviously was, not you. He was the world's sexiest man, according to People magazine. But that doesn't mean that you're a they movie star. They don't star. make non-movie stars world's sexiest man. But he is do. right, just right below okay, right the below A list of those guys, like the Leonardo That's DiCaprio's. nutty. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. In your guys' definition, who is what, what she's describing? Not the headliner, but the guy that is in it. You're like. Ooh, I really okay, like so that do you guy. guys ever listen to the Rewatchables podcast sure. on The Ringer? They have the That Guy Award. Sure. The guy that comes in and like steals the movie. Right. I just watched, in old, when I was in Chicago, I wanted to watch a Chicago movie. So I watched the original About Last Night. Oh, yeah, Rob Lowe and, and Demi Jim Moore. Belushi. Yeah, yeah and Jim, Jim Belushi, Belushi walks steals away with the movie. Yeah. every scene he's in. Yep. He's, like, spectacular. That's, like, the type of person you're talking about. That's the yeah. Margot Martindale role. J.K. Simmons. Oh, Margot yeah. Martindale. Well, see, now, Richard now, Jenkins. I would argue, I mean, I would argue guys like a, this. after um, Flash? Um, Whiplash, J.K. Simmons is movie? now a movie star. I don't think he's a movie star. He I still think he's, he's a character actor. I still think he's a character actor. Yeah, he's still a character actor. He was a supporting actor yeah, in that movie? Best supporting actor, yeah. What about John? Funch had John C. Riley as one of his picks, who is a, a classic that guy. He's in a yeah. movie. He's a, he's a but that he's guy. He's also almost famous enough where he's not a that. Everybody knows his name. You know what you're going to get from pick. him. It's a good pick. We I, I all know him because especially showed the documentary. I think Winning Time is going to change John C. Riley's career. I think because he's the lead of it. He's really good in it. And I think he's probably going to get some lead offers and some movies based out of it because he's so good. He's had a few like he, he's more of the supporting guy he's a that he's, guy to but me. he's in so many movies whether it's Step Brothers or Talladega Nights yeah. and comedies and he does a lot of he does drama stuff too but, but he's, he's always kind of like the lot. supporting guy he's all, he's the Jim Belushi right it's a that's a perfect comp like that that, that pick from Funches was like okay that's the criteria or that's right. the guy right in the middle who's the guy at the top of the list who's the the best supporting actor Oh, the, uh, best. the best supporting actor of all time. Oh no, they're currently working. Let's not go. So not a star, not but Kate the Hudson. Next up. Yeah, yeah, not no, <laughs> no Kate Hudson. Well, J.K. Simmons is close. Yeah, Every scene he's in, like even I watched uh, for the love of the game the other day, and he was the manager of yeah, the yeah. team that mm, the Tigers. Uh, Costner's pitching for. And every time he's on, he just in Juno. Every time uh, J.K. Simmons comes on, he's great. He's just one of those guys that when he's in a scene. He is really, really good. Emily, who did you do? Is Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yeah. That's is who I think famous? is one of the best supporting actors. So he is not. But he was a lead. He won That's for a best good actor. He won for best actor. In playing uh, William H. Macy. Now there's a good supporting you guy. William H. Macy. You best actor once. That doesn't mean that you're a, c- a career best actor. But it does but, make you but a movie here's star, the inter- no? here's the interesting thing, Em, that you think Ben Affleck is a bigger star than Matt Damon. Yep. When Air came out, Simmons, Bill Simmons got them both. Yeah. And he does an hour with them. And at least 15 minutes of this is talking about how much of a bigger star Matt Damon has turned out right. to be than Ben Affleck. And Ben Affleck is the supporting guy. Phil Knight is the supporting guy yeah. in air. Well, in He's Goodwill Hunting, guy. Ben Affleck is the supporting and, guy. And Affleck he is does have Batman. just as well known for But that Batman is writing. panned. It's like yeah, the his worst Batman, Batman, Batman is the worst Batman. But his two Oscars have come for things that aren't acting. He won a directing Oscar for Argo. He won a screenplay Oscar for, for Goodwill Good Hunting. Hunting yeah. that his and he directed air. Yeah, and his chops are he, he can act. He's been Towns a really good movie. That you know, obviously Goodwill Hunting's a really good movie. He's been in some good ones, but Damon's like totally oh, next yeah. level. Oh yeah, next level. Next level. Meh. Who who makes you the the all knowing <laughs> authority like on all things? I do like that. Yeah, well, no, it 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 
Emily would be one of those people that if you, we used to have a bit we did. Mason and I used, we've done the show from like 20 different locations over the years. And we used to work, we used to do it in the old CNN building on Sunset Boulevard. I worked there too. Yeah. Okay. So there was a grocer downstairs that owned a small mini mart named John. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember. Very nice man. Yeah. And we would walk in and you would, you know, like if you didn't eat that day and you would just grab something. And we realized after independently, like Mason, Dave Singer and I would go in there. And we realized that John was just making up the prices. Yeah. Okay. Like, so we, we turned it into it was a like bit. A, it's like a garage sale. We turned it, we, jewelry we, we turned yeah. it into a bit. We sent Singer Granola down bars. there and Singer would go, I go, okay, Dave, what do you got? He goes, I got a Diet Coke. I've got cheese and crackers and I've got a cup of noodles. And I went, all right. So we just played prices right with it. I go, okay, Diet Coke. Buck. Dollar fifty. Yeah. Okay. Uh cup of noodles, three bucks, that's four fifty. <laughs> uh cheese and crackers, probably four bucks, uh eight fifty. I'll go nine bucks. And John would come up we go, John, what's the price? Four dollars <laughs> And we we go, Why? Why? He goes, For I like you guys. Like he, he was based on how you That's we're gonna they, can we start calling yeah, you John so, Emily. So John. Emily is if she likes the actor yeah. or the actress, <laughs> yes, that yeah. person is a movie star. If she's if you're Samuel L. Jackson, you're screwed. I have been I've been around Samuel L. Jackson in public. Trust me, he's a movie star. He is a movie star. Although, you know, he's always, he's always that guy. Uh, he not is always. always that guy. Not always. He is in a lot of movies, but a lot of times he's the lead. He's too. like uh, in all the Avengers movies and the Star Wars Who's movies the and all the lead those. in Pulp Fiction. I don't think uh, there is a lead in Pulp it's Fiction. It's a pretty, I mean, Travolta, I say probably. Travolta. Yeah, I say yeah. Travolta. It's an ensemble cast. But it is an ensemble right, so cast. So you know who would Bruce fit Lowe's your description is, is my guy, Don Cheadle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, he's, he's good. In he's every another day. one that's won an Oscar though, too. Right? No, no, he has not won. Does an it mean been nominated? Okay. Got nominated for Hotel Rwanda. Plenty of people have won Oscars that don't qualify in this category. But my question for all of you: mm-hmm. Who is the biggest female movie star working today to you guys? Meryl Streep. Yes, I agree. Meryl Streep. And who is right after that? Who is maybe a little younger that is Jennifer right after Lawrence? Uh, Jessica Chastain. I'd go Julia Roberts. I think Jennifer Lawrence has had a big dip though. So she is a huge movie star, but she had a she big dip for a couple years. She seemed to walk away too. Yeah, she she took some time off. I would say I would argue Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Uh, yeah, yeah, Margot Robbie is a really good call. Yeah. That's and good. Barbie. Yeah, and uh, well, God. apparently all roads lead to Barbie. Well, apparently you know. this Barbie movie has is like loaded with star power. Like they got a bunch of people in it that you wouldn't expect. Like I guess Ryan Gosling is is Ken, and Margot Robbie yes. is Barbie. But then they got a whole bunch of other people to do is cameos. It campy or Will is Ferrell's it like a it? real? No, movie. It's campy. I'm waiting for the Mister Potato Head movie. Seriously, <laughs> you see everything. Does every crapping on this surprises me? Oh you, you no! I mean, I'll I'll wind up seeing it. I just think it, no, okay, it's Trap, ridiculous now. You know Somebody it? saw a doll and said, "Oh, I think there's okay. a movie there." Can, can I can I let you know what will retract that statement that he just made? Is if they make Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling available for the Venice? <laughs> oh Venice yes, podcast. absolutely. If that happens, yeah, it is yeah, the greatest idea yes. ever put to film. <laughs> yes, has changed a lot of things. Uh, Slee, can I ask you a question? Yeah, what do you got? I, I've determined that you're a great guy, but I've determined that you and I have completely different sensibilities. Okay, what happened? You are earnestly going to the we lost the Final Four celebration. Yeah, that's a good question. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, you you've already you've been a great fan. You flew to Houston on your own dime yeah, yes. to watch this. Yeah. You saw it play out. Mm-hmm. If you win it, you have a celebration. If you lose it, you take the trophy and you throw it. 
Do you not? Do you not like? Easy. Do you if not I like was the, if I was an Aztec guy yeah. like you are, I'd be at Tiddlywink Stadium on Saturday for the big ceremony. <laughs> How dare you throw <laughs> shade at Snapdragon? Snapdragon. I knew it was something like that. Uh, it's, better, it's better than Snapdragon. Sleep Train <laughs> Arena, which is what I'm with Al. When, and here, here's the difference. And I think part of it's not just your sensibilities, Ireland. It's your alma mater. You went to UCLA. Right. The, we came in second. I guarantee uh, you we're uh, not having anything uh, at the Snapdragon. At, at, at UCLA, you're not. At a place Wayne like Stadium. San Diego State or UC Santa Barbara, if you get that close to something, you're throwing a little party to celebrate. Yeah. You, you absolutely Don't throw are. a parade. I mean, when they were talking about that, I thought that'd be an awful, awful look. But to have, to basically open up to the public, to San Diego, and say, look, we're going to congratulate these guys for what for they did. For making the final four. Made yeah. it to the national yes. championship. I have, lost, I have no problem with Lost that. in the national totally. championship. I totally get and it. And kind of leave it at that. And I, John, you're not wrong in this. UCLA, you just don't do that. No. I get it. I understand it. Well, San Diego State. San Diego State's never going to go to the Final Four again. The no. Lakers hanging a Western Conference. Yeah, but, Sa- but San Diego State. Aren't, this would be like if the Oklahoma City. That's a bad example. They did go to the finals, but it's it's not the Phoenix Lakers. Phoenix puts the up Celtics. a banner for getting to the it's, finals. It's, it's a small school yeah. that doesn't focus on athletics. That got pistol hot for two weeks and made the run of their life and throwing a party and for won't that. be duplicated and won't be duplicated yep. that's why you throw the party yeah this is the only time they'll ever have ridiculous it. yeah a parade i agree with that i agree what's the, the, the difference the between be the parade idea. and the party the party is you can come if you want we're not shutting down the city to parade through it's not the like a ticker tape this parade. is if you want to come and hang out with the book the basketball team that went to the final four come on out yeah that's a good way to describe it it's a chance to go hang out with the basketball team and celebrate their accomplishment yeah final four is cool you're you're never getting there again. You're not wrong on the year. It is true. You always wait, 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 wait. Mace, Mace, you know they go never why? get there again. Okay, never get there again. What odds we got to give me? Well, it's while we're doing the show. Because they're going to the Pac-12. Yeah. If uh, you go to the Pac-12, you're going to be in the tournament in the last year. The Pac-12 is nothing. Mace, I Mace. read that they're only going to have half their games on TV from now on the Pac-12. That's because they have a bunch of bozos running. I think it's unlikely they go back, but it's not never. Give me a hundred to one. Here's why. The pandemic season that wiped out the NCAA tournament never had it. They're going to be a number one seed. They're going to be a yeah. number one seed the year that it got wiped out. They have the good teams frequently. Now you got to get hot and all that stuff, but it's not a never. Go so to your party. This it's is, a never. Go this, to your party. Have fun. Throw this, play your. Do you have like noisemakers? Hey, Seriously, the only reason why the sleep. last ten years they've been to two Sweet Sixteens and the national championship. Uh-huh. It could happen in sleep. college basketball. Yeah. Yes, paint your face. No, so, yeah, paint, paint your, your face. face. Come on, go all in. You would be great because you could paint your entire head. Right. Yeah. yeah. All the way like down. Instead down of going to down, the down the middle, down the nose, do guy. the back and the front. Yeah. Down to the neck. <laughs> I like that idea. Very quickly, I have a quick basketball one for you. Yeah. Not want the, why is the Laker matchup at Clippers so one-sided? Oh, what is the God. basketball explanation for why they can't beat them occasionally? Ever. All right. Uh, most of these wins, not all of them. But most of these wins have come recently under Ty Lue. I think he's won the last eight. He's won Good. every matchup. He's never right, lost yes. to the Lakers. So he's at when I, 11. Right. When I saw Ty Lue play Kawhi, fourth, I mean, I know he's mad at the Lakers that they passed him over. But when Kawhi I saw, went hard in the fourth quarter. When I saw him play, minutes. play Kawhi 43 minutes 
That was as big of a middle finger to the Lakers as I've ever seen. But didn't they have to play him 43 minutes because LeBron and AD is still out there? They I'm didn't play, they didn't play take, 43 minutes. Not 43 minutes. But LeBron, they were, they I were in the fourth late LeBron into the game. played 12 minutes in the fourth quarter. They were late into the game. Their two best players were still. I can't take right. my best guy out until you, the team that's trailing, take your best guys out. Uh, maybe, but I, I just think that to Ty Lu, every time he plays the Lakers, he's dialing in. Okay. And to the Lakers, it's just another game. And they should have probably won one of these eleven. That's last night was just no, it was not just another game. And, and the, last thirty-nine. Right. And That's the, weird. And and after last thirty-two and seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the honest answer to your question is: in most of those eleven games, in most of those thirty-nine games, the Clippers have just been better. Yeah. They just have a better team. I don't know if what would happen in a seven-game series, but oh, I I don't think we'd win. I don't think the Lakers would win. Why, a seven why, game who do you think would be Clippers? favored? Uh, the Clippers. The Clippers. Right? They've lost eleven in a row, and they're seven and thirty-two. PG in obviously PG there. <laughs> seven if and Paul thirty-two. George is playing. I think the Clippers are favored. Mm-hmm. If he didn't not, play last night, right? If not, I think in a seven-game series because Vegas would want a lot of money coming in on the Lakers, they would favor the Lakers. Super crosstalks powered by In and Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. Matt Damon, not a movie star. Mason and Ireland coming up next. We'll see. You but tomorrow. Kate Hudson is. <laughs>